This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie and helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Big tech censorship coming for you and coming for me. That's what we'll be talking about on the show today. Hello, I'm uh, Walker Wildman. I'm your host here on the American Family Radio Network. You're listening to Exposing Washington, heard each Saturday at 2.30 p.m. Central, once again on the American Family Radio Network. Glad to have you joining the show. A lot of content to cover today, a lot of content to cram in in 30 minutes or 28 minutes to be technical. But before we get into the content and the news of the day, I want to uh, touch base on a few things. First off, we're going to talk about the big tech censorship, like I mentioned in the opening there. And and on that that note, there are several ways to keep up with the show, and most of them have uh, to do with how you can keep up with the show uh, and not be censored. The first way you can keep up with the show is at our website, afr.net. AFR.net. The second way you can keep up with the show is to download the podcast on your smart device, on your smartphone, or on your iPad, whatever device you have. You can go to the podcast store and just type in Exposing Washington, download the podcast. It'll show up there on your device each Saturday for you to listen to. And thirdly, but not lastly, thirdly, you can, of course, follow me on Twitter at Walker Wildman on Twitter, at Walker Wildman on Twitter. And lastly, the fourth way to keep up with the show is to email the show. And how you email the show is just email. The address is exposingwashington at afr.net, exposingwashington at afr.net. Once again, all of this is on our podcast page at afr.net, all the ways to connect to the show. I got an email this past week. I got a couple emails, but one of them I wanted to read. And the individual emailing in did not leave their name or their any any identification. So I don't know who this is from. I just have an email address. And of course, I'm not going to give that out. But the person emailed in and, and they said, if you believe that the shutdown, talking about a government shutdown, will not affect an everyday average worker like myself, then someone is misleading you. They go on to say, uh, I am a nurse working for the Army, and shutdowns have affected me directly. And then the, the, the email goes on to say, also, if President Trump thinks he's going to reform, to get reform in the VA, the Veterans Affairs uh, Organization, or department, he needs to look again. And the people, that they go on to say that the people that have been fired are the ones that are not the problem. So interesting email there, Um, and if you want to share your thoughts, even if you don't agree with me, uh, this is a, uh, you're free to share your thoughts, whether you agree with me or not, by just emailing the show, exposingwashington 
at AFR.net, and I'll try to get to some of those each week on the show. But moving on to the topic for today, and that is this big tech censorship, I want to talk in depth about Facebook, YouTube, Apple, and others, many others, banning Alex Jones. Some of you have heard of Alex Jones. Alex Jones is a talk show host and kind of the head of an organization called InfoWars. And they put out news and commentary each day on on some of the main news topics of the day. And I've said this uh, uh, on American Family Radio in days past, and I don't always agree with everything that Alex Jones says, so I'm not coming to Alex Jones' defense in the sense that I'm a full endorser of his. But I joke with folks that I don't even agree with my wife on everything. And so you can't expect uh, me to agree with everyone on everything. And so what I'm getting at there is that I can defend Alex Jones without agreeing with everything he does. And I think we need to make that clear, just like President Trump. Do I like everything that President Trump does and everything he has done in the past? No, of course not. But that doesn't mean I can't defend him on certain occasions. And so today I'm going to defend Alex Jones and his right to share his thoughts and his speech and his beliefs on the World Wide Web. But if you, if you missed that, what happened is this past week, on the same day, within 12 hours, Facebook, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and about a half dozen other tech companies, platforms, they completely banned Alex Jones from being on their platforms. They didn't just censor him. They completely banned Alex Jones. And I believe this sets a very dangerous precedent in our country. And Matt Walsh, who's also a conservative talk show host and blogger, thinks the same as I do. I want to play clip one here. This is Matt Walsh talking about how tech companies colluded to block Alex Jones. Let's listen. And this all happened at once. This was, this was within 12 hours, the three big gatekeepers of the Internet, Facebook, Google, Apple, all decided to shut down Alex Jones. And there's just no way that that's a coincidence. There's no way that they all got up independently on Monday morning and said, you know what, I'm gonna, I think we're going to ban Alex Jones today. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. No, th- this, very, this very much seems to be a conspiracy between the three big tech giants to censor Alex Jones. And listen, it doesn't matter how you personally feel about Alex Jones. That should not have any bearing on the way you look at this story. Because hate him or love him, there's a precedent being set here that should concern everybody, especially conservatives. And you might say, Alex Jones isn't a conservative, he's a conspiracy theorist, yada yada. Doesn't matter. That discussion doesn't matter. Because you know what? In the minds of Facebook, Apple, Google, we're all the same. You may draw a distinction between conservatives and Alex Jones. They don't draw that distinction. In their minds, we're all in the same boat. Well, there you have it. Matt Walsh is correct. This was not a coincidence. 
these tech companies, I am, I have 99% confidence, 99% certainty that these tech companies colluded. They worked together. They coordinated to block Alex Jones all on the same day. And they tried to kind of mask this by one doing it in the morning, other one doing it around lunch, and the third one did it that afternoon. But in reality, they all knew what was going on, and they all did it in, in coordination. And the, how this, you might be asking, well, this, this show's called Exposing Washington. How does this relate to Washington? I'll tell you exactly how this relates to Washington. This is from a website called Reason.com. Reason.com, it's essentially like a blog site. And the, the uh, a writer by the name of Elizabeth Brown put out this piece on July 31st, and she said, here's the headline. Senate Democrats are circulating plans for a government takeover of the Internet. And this is on the heels of the big tech companies blocking Alex Jones. And one of the things that they're wanting to do here is they're wanting to define popular tech as essential facilities, in quotes. Essential facilities. Well, what does that mean? That means that they're wanting to label these big tech companies like Facebook, Google, YouTube, others as essential facilities, just like they label the power companies that send power to your house as essential companies. What does that mean? That means that the government would automatically have all kind of power to get involved and regulate these tech companies. And I know some of you might be saying, well, that may not be a bad thing considering these tech companies are discriminating against conservatives and the First Amendment, but I'm not for our government getting involved in the business dealings and the day-to-day operations of these private companies. Because if we thought these tech companies were going rogue right now, you put the government in charge of them, and they'll be ten times worse. And so government is not the solution to this type of censorship, I don't think, in my opinion, here, here's, uh, I'm not sure there's a good solution to this, but here's the thing. We don't have to have Facebook, YouTube, Google, the list goes on. Though, in my opinion, yes, these are important platforms where people share their thoughts, lives, and opinions, but to me, these are not essential to our day-to-day lives. These platforms are not essential to our day-to-day lives. And someone else who's kind of caught on to this is Laura Ingram on Fox News. This is clip two. Laura Ingram is also hinting at and showing where the Democrats want to take this. Let's listen. A leaked proposal circulating among Senate Democrats outlines a detailed plan to take over the Internet by regulating digital platforms and purging content they deem harmful or inaccurate. In other words, information they don't like. 
It would require social media users to be tracked and labeled according to how reasonable their content is deemed to be. Democrat Senator Chris Murphy even hinted at this yesterday, tweeting, InfoWars is the tip of a giant iceberg of hate and lies that uses sites like Facebook and YouTube to tear our nation apart. These companies must do more than take down one website. The survival of our democracy depends on it. How dramatic. Well, there you have it. That's Laura Ingram on Fox News. And what, what the last thing she said there is, I believe, a, a tweet by Mark Warner, who is a um, senator, I believe. Uh, here we go. Uh, I'm trying to find his, uh, his tweet about this that she just uh, cited. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's just play that clip one more time. This is clip two, Laura Ingram on Fox News. A leaked proposal circulating among Senate Democrats outlines a detailed plan to take over the Internet by regulating digital platforms and purging content they deem harmful or inaccurate. In other words, information they don't like. It would require social media users to be tracked and labeled according to how reasonable their content is deemed to be. Democrat Senator Chris Murphy even hinted at this yesterday, tweeting, InfoWars is the tip of a giant iceberg of hate and lies that uses sites like Facebook and YouTube to tear our nation apart. These companies must do more than take down one website. The survival of our democracy depends on it. How dramatic. All right, well, there you have it. I was totally wrong. Not Mark Warner. Chris Murphy of Connecticut. Chris Murphy, the senator from Connecticut. And he's saying that that InfoWars is just the tip of the iceberg and that it, it is essential for these big tech companies to start censoring more speech because our democracy relies on it. Our democracy relies on it. And so that they're, they're showing their hand there. The Democrats and the left, they're showing their hand there and that they really want government control of the Internet is what they want so that they can censor and ban all conservatives. And it'll be this echo chamber of lefty, progressive, Marxist and communist ideas so that they can essentially take over the country. Because here's what's happening. And this is kind of a side note, but here's what's happening. The major news outlets, your NBC your ABC, your CBS, all those big companies who kind of started uh, are the, were the major news sources for 20, 30, 40 years. Those big companies and CNN, they are being overtaken by alternative media outlets such as American Family Radio, One News Now, Breitbart News, Alex Jones and InfoWars, Conservative Review, Mark Levin, and on and on. And so these big companies, these big media outlets, don't like the competition because conservative thought, conservative news is overtaking them, and they can't stand it. They have no way to beat it other than to shut us up. And so that's what they're working to do. A couple other topics 
Uh, a couple other stories along the same line here is, I'm not sure if you saw this back a couple months ago, but uh, in, uh, looks like March, Amazon was competing for a Department of Defense contract which would allow the military, the U.S. military, to host a lot of their information and data on these Amazon servers. Yes, Amazon, the same Amazon who owns the Washington Post, Jeff Bezos. And I find this troubling because Amazon and the Washington Post, they're uber-liberal, they spread lies and fake news. They've been anti-Trump from, the, from day one. And they, they support liberal causes and censor conservatives, especially on the Amazon Smile program where, or the Amazon donation program where you're supposed to be able to donate to nonprofits. They block a lot of nonprofits, conservative nonprofits there. And so, but it looks like our Department of Defense is, is contracting with Amazon in a multi-billion dollar defense contract. And this is disturbing because essentially our own government, our own military, via the money that they receive from taxpayers, they're propping up Amazon. They're propping up Amazon. And this is, this is highly disturbing. Our military does not need to be hosting classified information and top secret documents and, and data on Amazon servers. I mean, are we that dumb? Let's put let's put all of our sensitive data in the hands of these uber lefties who hate our country. Yeah, that's a great idea. No, that's an awful idea. And that's just one story out of many. Another story about big tech uh, partnerships that are that are not good is the fact that uh, several months ago Apple partnered with the Chinese government to host their some of their servers in China. And the reason they did this is because the Chinese government said that we want all Chinese Apple users' data to be hosted on Chinese soil. And you know why they did that? So that they could access it. Because prior to this, those in China who used Apple and iCloud, their data was hosted on U.S. soil. And it was protected by the U.S. court system from invasions of privacy. But the Chinese dictatorship and communist government said, bring the Chinese uh, citizens' data over here so that we can spy on it and peek on it. And so you have Apple partnering with the Chinese government here. That's also troubling. And to, to wrap this subject up, there are a couple ways that we can avoid censorship. And, and the ways that we can avoid censorship is to connect directly with friends and organizations that you agree with by visiting their website. For example, if you want to know about Exposing Washington, if you want to know about American Family Radio, don't go to Facebook necessarily. Don't go to YouTube necessarily. Go directly to AFR.net, our website, because we control the website. We own the website. We manage the content on the website. And I'm not saying you have to completely get or you should completely get off social media, but I'm just saying if you want to make sure that, that, that we're not being censored, 
go directly to the source, which is our website. And another way to keep up with American Family Radio and to stay connected directly is through email. You can sign up for our email list and stay directly connected to American Family Radio and any other outlet or organization that you support. But changing the subject here, uh, back on, uh, for the last few months, we've talked about this Russia investigation, the Mueller investigation, and I want to play clip three here. This is Congressman Devin Nunes of California, and he's really given us an inside uh, glimpse as to what, this is, a, this is a recording from a dinner he was at, and this is going to give us a glimpse as to what it would look like if Republicans lose the House in November. Let's listen. So therein lies, so it's like your classic catch-22 situation where I mean, we're at a, this, this what, what puts us in such a tough spot. If Sessions won't unrecuse and Mueller won't clear the president, we're the only one, which is really the danger. That's why I keep, and thank you for saying it, by the way. I mean, we have to keep all these things. We have to keep the majority. If we do not keep the majority, all of this goes away. All right. Well, that's Congressman Devin Nunes there of California. And what he's talking about there, I know it was, some of it was hard to understand. But what Congressman Nunes is saying there is he's explaining what will happen if Congress loses the House of Representatives. Or that doesn't make sense. If Republicans, rather, lose the U.S. House of Representatives. And what he says there is if Sessions, talking about Jeff Sessions, won't unrecuse himself and and the president doesn't fire Mueller, then the, the only people left to defend the president against this fishing expedition is Congress. And is, that's Republicans in Congress. And if Democrats take control of Congress, the corruption will continue, unchallenged, might I say. Robert Mueller and the whole Russian investigation will continue. I call it the fishing expedition. And they've been on the fishing expedition for over a year now. Another thing, if Demo Democrats take control of, of the House of Representatives, all the congressional inquiries into the misdeeds under Obama, all that will end. All that will end. And the only person left to defend President Trump will be President Trump himself because his own Department of Justice is stacked against him. Congress, some in Congress are defending the president, others are not. And then there's us, the American people. And so it's important that we keep the House of Representatives and the Senate so that we can continue to defend and expose all the corruption going on in Washington. Along the same lines, this is clip four, and this is President Donald Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, the former New York City mayor, and he's kind of hinting that there's more corruption to be exposed in the Mueller probe. Let's listen. The reality is, the real story here is not that this case isn't going to fizzle. It's going to blow up on them. The real question is what we talked about before. There's a lot more to what they did that nobody knows about yet. I a know lot some more, of it. A lot more to the obstruction of justice, mm -hmm. to the collusion, to the fake dossier, oh, I know to trying lot. to bring Steele back in after he was completely discredited. And then feed it to Mueller. Yeah, and uh, Mueller 
is going to have a lot to answer for. Mr. Mayor. I, I said a long time ago, the, the investigation here has to be in the investigators because we can't let this happen again in American history. We may not have a president as strong as uh, President Trump. Uh, uh, a lesser president could have really been cracked by this. Uh, Rudy Giuliani is correct there in the last statement. He says a lesser president could have been cracked by this. And what he's talking about there is he's saying that if we didn't have somebody as strong and somebody as much of a fighter as President Trump is, uh, like another one of the Republican nominees, then this whole phony investigation could have totally ruined the presidency and could have made him resign and all this stuff, all based on false allegations. And so Rudy Giuliani is saying there, saying there that it's important that we get to the bottom of this because if they try to do this in the future, they may be successful in taking down a presidency based on false, false and faulty allegations. So it's important that we get to the bottom of this. He also said there that there's a lot more to come out regarding the corruption uh, and the conflicts of interest with the Russia investigation, which that will be interesting uh, to, um, to, to wait on. And along the same lines, President Trump put, put out a tweet today, and essentially he ended the tweet. He went on a rant against the Russia investigation, and then at the end of it, he said, stay tuned, stay tuned. So I just hope, I'm just hoping one day that I pick up my phone and check out the headlines and President Trump has fired Robert Mueller and the entire attorney's attorney team that is heading that up. I just hope one day, because that's really the only way that we're going to end this, is if President Trump fires Mueller. The last thing I want to talk about today is this article that I wrote for AFA.net. AFA.net, you can visit the website and view this article. Just click on the, the stand at the top of the page. And that is about Congress getting a lengthy vacation on taxpayer dollars. The U.S. House of Representatives, they're going to get about a five-week vacation, and the U.S. Senate is getting about a two-and-a-half-week vacation on the taxpayer dime this month. And the problem with this is not that they're on vacation necessarily because they do this every year, but there's two problems to this. The first thing is that they're not getting anything done when they're in Washington. They're not getting anything done when they're in Washington. So President Trump has hundreds of nominees waiting to be approved in the Senate, and they're not getting them through. And so that's the first problem. Now they're, they're on vacation. The second problem is Mitch McConnell said months ago, he said, we're going to work through the August recess. We're going to work through vacation, and we're going to get things done in Washington. Well, that's a lie because you're not working in August. You're on a two-week vacation despite the fact that you said that you would work through the August recess. Thanks for tuning in to Exposing Washington. Visit the podcast page at AFR.net, and we'll be back next week exposing more about Washington and informing you on what you can do. Stay tuned.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.